Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. GameStop shares have gained 245% this year. Exponential skyrocketing. Is a pullback approaching? Is it too late for an investor to buy into GameStop ticker GME? Tencent Holdings on the cusp of a 1 trillion US dollar market cap. What's holding them back? And um, is it worth buying Tencent shares? From today onwards, many tech companies have benefited from a shift in consumer behavior towards e-commerce. Uh, tech stocks gains pushing many indexes forward this year as well. We take a closer look at what is on the watch list of Head of Private Wealth at Crystal AI, Swapnil Mishra, joining us to weigh in on American Chinese tech stocks and what the trajectory could look like for 2021 as well. So a lot to get through, but first up, let's say welcome to Swapnil. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Michelle. All right, let's start with GameStop because the whole world is talking about GameStop. Um, shares of the U.S. video game retailer have skyrocketed. Short sellers scrambling to cover their positions in the stock. A lot of volatility, we have to say, as well. GameStop now worth more than $10 billion. Elon Musk jumping into the fray with a tweet gave that another boost as well. That uh, saw a 50% jump in after hours trade. So it is, um, you know, being seen as a new battleground for retail investors, a lot of them on this Reddit thread, and the battle against hedge funds as well, going to war on this ground called GameStop. A Massachusetts state regulators warning that there could be something systemically wrong with GameStop trading. Help us understand what is happening here. <laughs> I think... I think what's happening is absolutely crazy, um, <laughs> for sure. I think, that, I think that is one simple word to describe what's happening. But uh, I would say more uh, specifically, it's um, it's a combination of uh, social phenomenon. So, and, and that's where platforms like Reddit are contributing. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's like the ice bucket challenge, uh, financial market edition. Oh my gosh. Right, and that you know, <laughs> if you can get people to pour a bucket of ice on themselves and give you money. This is just investing in a company. Um, and it's also taking that, you know, David and Goliath kind of an approach, which is what you said, the retail investors versus the hedge fund. So mm. if everyone says this company is going to go under, uh, 500,000 of us can agree that, you know what, we should buy the stock. And so basically what is happening is the people who have shorted the stock, and in this case, too many people shorted, uh-huh. They are just struggling to be able to manage that position, and so which is called the short squeeze. So the buyers are squeezing out the short sellers, and that's in the short run it can cause extreme amount of pain to the people who have uh, shorted on the basis of fundamentals around the company. So how far is this game going to continue? Is I mean, are investors, the retail investors, basically buying in because they're jumping in uh, as you would a game almost. <laughs> it's causing unbearable pain to the people who shot it. I think the estimated loss that they must be on holding would be around one one point two billion, oh. uh, and and that is why they are forced to cover. So when the pain becomes unbearable when you short a position, mm-hmm. you just say you know forget it. Let me just go ahead and buy and close my position. So when you go to buy, mm-hmm. you become you add to the rally that is there in the market, and so that's effectively what is kind of spiraling it out of control um, uh, in terms of the rally. 
and at this point of time it is only a tug of war between the uh, the you know the, the short sellers when they kind of settle down all the pain is absorbed then the stock will start moving down i mean you know maybe saw something like this in case of hertz if you recall you know, mm-hmm. they announced bankruptcy mm-hmm. and the stock went up oh yes so yeah so this is very similar i think i think an investigation is what will actually trigger uh, the sell off here That's because they point. will investigate yeah they mm. will uh, dig deeper into these uh, these tweets also and uh, and Why people announcing that they are buying calls palia pitaya noted investor jumping in on this too do you think yeah yeah he announced he's buying call options on that yeah yeah uh. so no this is dangerous territory from a I mean it makes headlines it's exciting <laughs> I don't think it is it's investing uh, after a point it is it's just crazy I mean are, are is this really just Wall Street um retail investors trying to make a point about Wall Street yeah. fat cats We can say that yes and they have the tools to do it so which is what I what I said earlier like you know you can you can get an act, action as making it viral mm-hmm. you can do that for the financial market also So if I have uh, you know uh, uh, 2 million followers and if I tell everyone put 500 dollars into something and those 2 million people put it in those uh, 500 in that stock or in whatever uh, you are able to influence and that's where the power of the platform and the ability to interfere in the fundamentals of the market or or kind of disturbing the equilibrium that will get uh, tested Yeah everybody's going to head to this um Reddit thread now right for <laughs> I did too. <laughs> <laughs> And what did you think? I mean, do you think this is a bunch of amateurs here? I mean, definitely from the language that they use it does look like you know, youngsters. Mm. I'll, I'll probably have to take my son's help in deciphering what they are saying because I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one who doesn't understand. Even noted MMA grappling star Ronda Rousey jumping in on GameStop saying, as she tweeted, the best way to make a profit since that Reddit, and by the way, that thread is Wall Street Bets. That's what uh, yeah. the Reddit thread Wall is. He said, best, she says, best way to make a profit since Wall Street Bets did that stuff with GameStop that I don't understand. And then uh, she lists the Royal Rumble 2021 and she's of of course on the list to win the women's royal rumble but that's a different bet altogether a uh, back to game stop um so do you think that this is going to end when there is word of investigation so far the sec hasn't said anything about potential investigations yeah yeah i mean if it's retail investors who have done it out of their own free will mm. frankly there's nothing much that can be done except uh you know just out of fear people may say okay we are done with this stock let's move on to something else i mean we saw a bit of a short squeeze on beyond meat also so the stock went up i think 30% which was similar where 20% of the positions were short and uh, the market reversed and they were squeezed out and the stock rallied suddenly uh, in two sessions so is it too late for investors to buy in <laughs> <laughs> If this is the buying that one is looking to do, then really, then Reddit has to trigger because the tweets are originating from there, not from the balance sheets of the companies. Get that ice bucket ready as well, right? For yourself. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to Tencent. Tencent Holdings slumping after a world-beating surge in the stock market pushed its market value to the cusp of one trillion dollars for the first time. The internet Chinese behemoth losing five point five percent in Hong Kong on Tuesday that put its market cap just a shy, uh, just below nine hundred billion dollars. So um, Tencent's 
biggest gain in almost a decade, but there have been cautioned by comments uh, by an advisor to China's central bank indicating that excessive liquidity and ultra-low borrowing costs were creating bubbles in the stock market. So we did see uh, China's market route yesterday, uh, providing a sense, I guess, of what central bank liquidity withdrawal could mean to investors. So the Shanghai Composite Index tumbling about 1.5%. China rate sold off sharply after the PBOC unexpectedly drained um, some 78 billion Chinese yen from the banking system. Before we go into Tencent, um, is it, are you looking at the Chinese withdrawing liquidity and at does that alarm you in any way? Uh, personally, it doesn't alarm me. I, I think the bigger risk would be if there is, uh, uh, you know, if the valuations start, uh, you know, they don't make sense and people take profit. Uh, that could have an effect. I think regulators, what they are doing is probably the right thing because they are sending the right signals and providing that kind of message of caution so that the investors who are coming in understand that this risk is there. So, in my view, uh, policymakers saying such things is a good thing because then it's out in the open. It's not a surprise. It's not like suddenly they are doing something. So uh, I still think that uh, you know the fundamentals are pretty strong. I mean, you have a billion people who are using these services. They are the consumers, and they have a captive market. Uh, so so I, I would say that it's um, it's still a extremely uh, positive. Uh, kind of uh, momentum around this market for China. So the two, uh, 10 cents jump in value has triggered a frenzy in uh, shares and options. Is 10 cent worth buying? So I, I mean, I have been a permanent buyer of 10 cent. I feel it's it's one stock that uh, for about four years now, I feel it's a great stock to buy. At this point of time, I think it's also, it's not even in that 50% uh, market share category, right? So between the two stocks, if you look at what the regulators are trying to do, which is uh, put in more, impose more controls in the payments, uh, the, you know, the tech payment segment. Mm. And uh, I think Tencent is better positioned. So there will, of course, be a, there will be a short-term challenge in terms of expansion, in terms of more capital allocation for the company. But in the long run, with increased scrutiny, I think for the investors and for the business as a whole and for stakeholders, it's a positive sign. So if you take a long-term view, then I would still say it's a great stock and it's a great buy. Even now, uh, even now, Tencent shares now trade at about 40 times analyst estimated earnings for the next 12 months. I mean, it's something which you're not buying for the next three months. So if you're taking a long-term view, it is a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a material stock that needs to be there in the portfolio because it, it captures that segment of the industry. Hmm. Uh, through a solution which is uh, very critical for uh, for people. So okay. there's a dependency on, their, on the company and on the services that they provide. As an investor, what are you looking at? Are, do you see any possible challenges for the company? I think in the short run, the challenge would be aligning with the uh, regulatory oversight. Mm-hmm. So that may have some surprises because, you know, that, that's where some discovery will happen because they've very clearly said that they want to they want to increase the scrutiny. We saw that in case of Ant-IPO, where the regulators came down quite strongly. So I think that could be, you know, the, the, the China, the PBOC version of the antitrust laws. Those are going to be, you know, the companies will have to understand, they'll have to account for that. So it will make a dent in, the, in terms of the, uh, the valuation from a profitability point of view, but uh, because it will affect expansion. But in the, in the long run, 
it will get uh, absorbed and uh, the company is is uh, you know back to doing what they are doing or you know, maybe doing more Great insights from Swapnil Mishra, head of private wealth at Crystal.ai for us. U.S. and Chinese tech stocks. Hardly a day goes by when we don't talk about one or the either or both, probably. What is on your watch list for U.S. and Chinese tech this year, 2021? I think if, if we see the from a pure valuation perspective, some of the big tech which has been, uh, which is not really, you know, uh, rallied that much in the last six months, I would consider them as, uh, as, as as more stable stocks. So, you know, if I'm looking at, let's say, Amazon, uh, if you see the last six months' performance, it's more or less traded in the same range. It hasn't really broken out. Uh, I, I would feel more comfortable with such names versus uh, stocks that have rallied a lot uh, in the last uh, uh, six months. And, of course, to stick to the big names because uh, at least they have business models which can withstand any, uh, you know, significant uh, correction in the overall market. So you're looking at FANG stocks to continue to be strong in 2021? So the one thing which personally I feel is a, is, is what I don't know or what I feel is the uncertainty is how the new U.S. government uh, reacts to big tech. So in the at the start of uh, Biden's uh, you know term, they have clearly helped by saying, okay, let's ban Trump. And they've done all the, they've sent the right messages that, you know, tech is going to uh, support things. But we don't know whether uh, Biden will go after uh, tech in any way. So if they do go after tech in terms of uh, more regulatory, and which is what they have been, at least you know, if you go by the broad uh, uh, Democrats, they have been talking about it. So if they do that, then that will put some pressure on the, on the tech giants. Makes a lot of sense, Swapnil. All right, help us understand um, this comment from Goldman Chief U.S. equity strategist. Pockets of the market have recently demonstrated investor behavior consistent with bubble-like sentiment. So part of the market in bubbles, says Goldman Sachs, but they are unlikely to take the overall market down with them when they pop. Wall Street, uh, the Wall Street firm saying there's exuberance around SPACs, those special purpose acquisition companies, and investor interest in companies with negative earnings, and that is a signal for cause for concern. So we started with the equivalent of the Ice Bucket Challenge GameStop, and, and we end on a similar theme as well. So do you agree? Are our pockets of the U.S. market demonstrating bubble-like sentiments? Yeah, I think I, I completely I agree with the, with, the, with the views and also the way it has been framed. So see, as, a, as, a, as investors, uh, the alternative to not being in the market is to hold on to cash. And if you hold on to cash, it's not good for anyone. So even the asset managers don't make money, banks don't make money. If you're sitting on cash, you don't make money. And we saw last year, a lot of people in 2020 sat on the sidelines because there was anticipation of volatility. And the danger with sitting on the sideline, waiting to, you know, waiting for a correction is that you could wait for a very long time. You know, you could see S&P go to 4,500 and then correct back to 3,500. But you have missed the whole 35 to 45 because you then you know, re-enter at 3,500. So the view that is being taken, and it's, it's pretty much consistent for a lot of uh, you know, banks and uh, asset managers to say that the, there are certain pockets which are overvalued. So either you need to have some kind of a, uh, at least overall hedge in place to ensure that you're not caught if you are looking to allocate money to these kind of uh, uh, these sectors. Alternatively, you need to be in defensive sectors or be ready to rotate and 
you know uh, do a rebalance to your portfolio because the speed at which things are happening these days is much faster yeah. so so yeah so the pockets of bubbles is is absolutely right and uh, those are the pockets where the correction can be significant because and, and it's and it's a limited number of stocks so if you see s&p 500 it's about 50 stocks which have really rallied like crazy the rest of them have you know generally meandered along so it's uh, it's that's where the real uh, danger is and it's also that's where the excitement is right i mean who doesn't want to buy a stock which goes up 10% in a day <laughs> <laughs> absolutely with you there but you're saying it's worth focusing on risk management right now so what can investors yeah. do to protect their portfolio i think diversify uh keep a decent number of big names in the portfolio because that's your defense they may not go up 50% but they will also not go down 50% or at least provide you some defense there uh hedging if it's possible some portion of the portfolio if you can hedge uh, or if you have access to you know uh, uh, tools which can help you with the hedging i think that really helps Uh, that's what we are uh, telling at least our investors. Well, more, uh, if, there are, if there are signs of a stock market bubble, there's an argument to be made for a stockpiling cash because that's going to give you firepower to buy great stocks at good prices if the market does indeed pull back, right? Uh, but then the problem is the timing, right? If you get it wrong by one year, mm-hmm. that's the problem. So timing becomes the most crucial one. And, and again, we're seeing this from experience last year to an extent that this year, the statement that you see from banks is cash is not king <laughs> because people are sitting on cash from last year <laughs> waiting for correction <laughs> so i guess the final penultimate question is against the backdrop of all this happening swapnil what is on your playlist that explains the market's movements what are we <laughs> listening suggest, to <laughs> i was going to say crazy by aerosmith but i think i'll change it to stay away to heaven because you know people think everything that glitters is gold <laughs> people think what it's all going up 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Swapnil, so, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Swapnil Mishra, Head of Private Wealth at Crystal.ai, joining me in Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.